0: Welcome everyone to the parlay. All right, so welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the parlay. I am your host. My name is Woody, and right now we have the end of the season wrap up. Um, I want to start this off by uh, giving an apology to the listeners. Um, I know I've been infrequent with a couple of episodes. We've had some uh, equipment issues, uh, life through some curveballs, but, you know, I'm back. I'm here, and I'm back uh, kind of full circle with the guest that kicked it off. The first official guest of this season of the Parlay, uh, quarterback number 16 of the Orlando Ghosts, Mr. Joey Bate. What's going on, Joey?
1: What's up, Woody? I uh, really appreciate you having me on to uh, start the season and end the season and, you know, just talk about it full circle with you, just like you said.
0: Absolutely, my guy, absolutely. So, um, I think I'm going to just jump right into it. There's been a big gap. Um, I think the last time we spoke might have been, that was obviously before the season, but um, the last episode I did may have been after week one. Um, That's how big of a gap it's been. So I'll just give like a brief rundown, um, of the season. We know that, um, the Ohio teams, they, uh, gave people a run for their money, at least uh, with the traveling to there. Um, it seemed like, let me go there. Let me start there, actually. How did it feel having the Ohio teams in the division this season?
1: Uh, I mean, it brought a little bit more depth to the league, you know, the whole traveling and getting to experience that, um. I mean, I think it was a good experience. It was a little, little different, um, kind of a curveball with the uh, the orange being out of the league. So you know that was kind of a last minute thing. But I feel like we adjusted well.
0: So how was? I think I, when I had Monty on is when the last I spoke about it. Um, how was for you? How was the drive? Because <laughs> yes, it was a drive to Ohio for for you personally.
1: Uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. Um, it was thirteen hours. The drive wasn't bad, but the the effect that it definitely had on our bodies, I I definitely feel like that had an effect on how we played because I remember warming up, um, my legs were tight. I could see the guys were kind of kind of sluggish because we got there, um, we took two cars, six and one, and then I think it was eight in the other, whatever it was. And I remember we had like two or three hours, and then the other van they had a late start, so they only had like an hour, maybe two, to kind of get adjusted. So, I mean, it was pretty much grab and go to the field. And then also with it being, you know, 30, 35, 40 degrees, we weren't accustomed to that. So our muscles were even tighter from that. So we kind of had a little bit more to uh, overcome just to get ready for the football game. So that definitely kind of had a little bit of a wear and tear on how we played the
0: game. That's super interesting. I I really want to get maybe, on. I know, I think the crush came, I don't know. Yeah, the heist came out, too. I, I want to kind of get them to see how, how their experience was. I can understand it coming from a warm-weather place to a cold-weather place and even that Drive. I wonder what it was like for them because I believe they flew. So I think it would be yeah. super interesting to see. And Go ahead.
1: I actually saw on the um – Whenever the Nightcrawlers played the Crush this most recent time, I saw in the the IG comments they said something about um, they were not used to the heat whatsoever. So uh, I know the last game that definitely had an effect on them.
0: So that's super interesting. I would would really like to to get their perspective of it, you know, and see how that was for them on the field. Because, yeah, that heat, especially at that time of the year, um, I, we always go back to the orange game in the playoffs last season where it was just, you know, I, I personally wasn't out there, but I, I could see it on film how it was affecting you guys for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, it was absolutely miserable. I'd never want to play in a game like that again.
0: <laughs> oh, man, for sure. But, you know, we're here in Florida, so it, it's probably coming. Yes, um, sir.
1: So. Got to get used to it. That's it right
0: there. So we got to talk a little bit about how it was with the Ohio teams there. Um, how would you assess your season individually? I, I kind of like to give you these questions because you're a team guy. So I try to like to give you personalized questions.
1: Um, you know, I feel like I came in, I did what was expected of me. Um, obviously very first year playing football. And honestly, this, this was a year just kind of see where my body was going to hold up. I'm Started the season three years removed from a hernia surgery. So, I mean, I was in no game shape whatsoever. My hips were so tight. Um, so, I mean, f- as far as that aspect, I was, I was just happy how I performed. Um, going forward, I'm going to, you know, expect a lot more out of myself, um, especially next season coming up. But I feel like, obviously, you know, I did what was expected for me, but there's obviously always more that I can do.
0: So, yeah, just to clear you up, because you, you, you said your first year playing football, you really mean your first year playing quarterback, not playing football. Correct. My, that's my bad Yeah, no, no, you're good. I just wanted to clear that up for you. Um,
1: I mean, just, I, in, that, in that most recent game, it looked like it was the first year that I've ever played football. <laughs> I would love
0: I would love to, to go ahead and break that down, but we'll, I'll, I'll save that for a little bit later on. Um, so coming out of, you know, like I said, that travel game, um, you guys play the A team again. Uh, I think that no, that was your first time playing. You played them week two, and then you played them again um, this time in the playoffs. Um, well, 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 let's get before we get to the playoffs. Um, we're gonna we're gonna trash the league a little bit. Um, <laughs> regular season ended a little early. They kind of you know played around with the schedule a little bit, cut the season early. Um, we were supposed to play the QC Crush here. Um, Nightcrawlers ended up getting them and instead we um, had no game that week I believe No, I forgot what happened. Anyway, what happened was them jokers ended up um, Cutting our game. We ended up having to play the a-team for a playoff game So rather than think we had one more regular season, we then had to play the a-team on a saturday Um, Which is interesting as well seeing as though we're a sunday league um, we had to play them on a Saturday and, um, it's ex- like, talk me through that game. I know that was a, a heck of a game. So talk to me through how that game went for you personally. And then about the, uh, the team. Right.
1: Um, I'll get to that, but first I want to backtrack a little bit. Like you were kind of talking, um, I mean, this season, Um, Year two in Florida, especially, you think it would be run a little bit more smoothly, right? But um, I think this year was that we actually backtracked. Um, Less film, less presentation, a lot of empty promises. Um, They cut our season short. They messed with the times of our games, uh, messed with the dates of our games. So we... I mean, as a Florida division, I think we did really well with adjusting on the fly, because I think it was like midweek Because we, I remember we were watching film on the uh, the Crush, trying to prepare for them, and like that Wednesday, Thursday mark, we learned that we're going from a Saturday or from a Sunday game to a Saturday game. So like that right there, guys had you know typically take off for Sundays. Now they have to try and take off for a Saturday. So like making that um making that work just to make the game that that took a lot. Um, but as far as the uh the 8 team game you know i i don't know what it is with us we we like to start slow um especially that very first game that we played 8 team last year we started slow down i think we we're down 12 or 14 we came back in one same exact situation uh this year for the uh, the semifinal game we were down 12 and i i remember for me uh what it what kept it in gear is uh they scored the uh the touchdown to go up twelve and the extra point and their quarterback is staring us all down, screaming it's over. And then uh number whatever player that was that had the dumb gold chain on his neck was screaming it was over. And for me that's when I locked in and you know, we just came together. We we bent but we never broke. And I think that was a major point of us uh, really really putting things together and coming
0: back i really really love that um i'll i'll break the little little bit of the fourth wall everyone knows i, I play for the for the ghost um i had a very serious family emergency and i wasn't able to be at that game for the a-team and um i was in the hospital waiting room watching that game and i about lost my mind <laughs> going into that going into that father fi- that final drive um I'll break it down a little bit more. Yeah, they, they you know, the go had a sluggish start, um, but they were down in the fourth. And Joey led this drive that I believe came down the fourth down twice. Yeah. Um, I know the one play where it was kind of um, – Todd was that running back. Todd Johnson was that running back. And he – I don't know if he wheeled or if he ran an out round. I think he wheeled out of the backfield and you just – Found him on this, like, it was almost like a back shoulder fade. Oh, um, mm-hmm. man. That play right there, I about lost my mind. And then uh, it came down to fourth down th- twice, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, twice or three I times. I think it was Go twice on. or three times. Because then you found um, Kobe. Kobe mm-hmm. lined up at tight end, and he dragged, and you found him for the first down. And then you found Avery in the back of the end zone, maybe on third. It might have been third or fourth down that you found Avery in the back of the end zone, literally walking. He literally walked his route once the ball was in the air um, for the touchdown. But then, you know, we were down one. And um, rather than go for one, Coach David Crandall said, we're, we're going for the win. And he called for two. And I, I remember watching it live, um, <laughs> again, in this uh, waiting room. And I see you put up your finger for one. And mm-hmm. he comes on the field, and he's throwing up two. And, I, and maybe in your head it came out, but on your face it was stoic. It was just like, okay, we're going for two. <laughs> and I saw you look down at the wristband and call the play. And I'm on pins and needles. And um, you found Kobe for the uh, two-point conversion and the win. And when I tell you I went insane, I went insane in that place, man. Talk me through um, those final two plays. Matt, um, let's say the final three plays. The I don't know if they were in succession, but you had the one to Kobe for the on the fourth down, the touchdown to Avery, and then the extra point to Kobe.
1: Honestly, I think I think they were one right after another. Um. But I mean, it, it was like that whole drive. I mean, we we uh, we got the ball back with a minute twenty, and that was right after the 18th scored on a fourth and fourth and long. Um, it, you know, they scored on some trick play to where the receiver was like five yards, five or six yards off the line of scrimmage, just threw a little back uh, back screen, and they scored. And then we were all just looking, like, all right, got a minute twenty, let's let's just go do this. And honestly, it was the most fluent drive um, I think of the season. Um, everything just felt right it flowed really really nice um i don't everybody just bought in with the pressure and then as far as finding kobe you know uh first and second read wasn't there i told kobe you know if i can't i can't find my reads just pop out of the backfield and i found him for that conversion and then i literally heard um avery screaming my name and i was like did not see anyone there just popped it right up to him and then uh for that two point conversion yeah um I was. I wanted to play it safe. Uh, that's just the type of player that I am. David's holding up two, and I'm looking at the guys. And I'm like, "What do you guys want to do?" They looked at me and they said, "You're the quarterback." And I said, "Fuck it, let's go for the win." And then uh, just found on our found Kobe on our bread and butter. Worked exactly I was supposed to, and then we walked off just like that.
0: Yeah, that was it. It was insane. I think um, maybe Chandler had his phone on the sideline and was able to see um, just that raw motion of everybody after um, I want to say after Mark uh, slung that guy out of bounds mm-hmm. and then just the entire team went insane. I mean, I think it was pretty cool. Even Kobe jumping in the, in the tires and, and Avery jumping after him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: that was pretty, but it was um, a very magical moment. Um, that got us into the, you know, the the championship game. Um, so I guess this is where it'll kind of turn a little sour. Um, and we'll discuss the, uh, championship game. We, we have to, we got to, it's the parlay. We got to talk it out. We got to talk about it. Um, obviously it was a very disappointing loss, um, for anyone who's a ghost fan or a ghost player, um, the 50 to 12 loss, um, well, what can you tell me about that game?
1: You know, um, I mean, hats off to the Crawlers, man. You know, they went out and they found a team. Uh, we just we just got beat by a team that had chemistry. Um, they all played flag and semi-pro together. So they were literally just bringing another team to the Crawlers. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, we just got beat by a bunch of scrubs. No, we got beat by a team that had chemistry. And I'm not going to say they were a better team. Um, they obviously have a lot of very, very good players. But... That's, that's what we're looking to try and build that chemistry right there. Um, a lot more fl- fluent flowing um, and just chemistry built team. As far as a game, uh, I mean, I'll be honest, that's probably the first game that I've ever played in that it felt fast to me. Um, it, made me it it made my experience inexperienced show for sure. Um, just not being an, an athlete enough to kind of get us through the game is kind of what I felt. Um, and it just sped up my process and I just wasn't ready for it. But going forward, I feel like I will be.
0: So I think that's a great, uh, take, to take away from it. Um, the experience that was, um, and I think it's kind of, it's kind of funny you say that it felt fast for you. For me, honestly, um, it felt slow, um, Again, I didn't play the amount of snaps that I would normally play because I wanted to focus more on um calling the plays again the offense um, rolling a little bit um, but for when I was on the field or even you know on the sideline, it just felt like everything was moving in slow motion. I feel like every score they scored was happening in slow motion like I was literally I felt like I was seeing things um, develop in front of me. I don't know. What that way? I've I've felt that way before, um, in certain situations playing football, but this may have been my first time in a seven really seeing like feeling that like everything is moving in slow motion and I'm just watching. And it was like sometimes like a feeling of um, of a kind of like powerless, likeness like just here I am on the sideline and there's nothing I could do about it. Like I think one of our first drives, you threw a pass to Todd in the flat. And I'm just yep. watching the ball go towards his hand. It was a low pass, um, yeah, but it was catchable. Sure. It's a catch I've seen Todd make, it, um, countless times. But I'm just watching his hand placement. Like I was, you know, what I'm saying that's how slow it would, like it happened for me. Like I'm watching his hand placement. I'm like, oh, he's about to drop this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm watching like certain plays happen. and I'm just like, I'm watching, um, I'm watching our running backs. I'm watching the hole slowly close and they're not able to, you know, find those holes and those creases that they're normally, you know, normally do. Um, It was, and again, like you said, hats off to the Nightcrawlers. um, For sure, the way that they built, um, rebuilt that team. um, Plug and play, some might might say, and we'll get into that also. Um, That Crawlers team was nothing like the Crawlers team we played week one. They were together, even when, um, I'll be real, the cancers on the team tried to be cancerous. Um, I heard a few guys, I was out there on kick ret- on, a well return. And I heard, um, a couple of the guys, the newer guys, you know, rein that in in a way that it never got rained in before. Cause it was a lot of infighting always mm-hmm. on the crawlers. And I saw a couple of the guys that they brought in, you know, rein that in. So it was really, really interesting to see how it was a completely different squad and how, um, I'll I'll save that for later. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, it was, like you said, it was a a very lopsided win. Um, There was nothing they did that surprised us as far as X's and O's when we broke down the tape. It was what we saw on tape, right?
1: Exactly. I mean, we knew exactly what they were going to – we were getting out of them Um, just – Really, really good athletes. Uh, we game planned for them, and obviously it just wasn't enough. Um,
0: so what I mean, do you think – hold on, let me cut you off there. What do you think we were missing in that game? What do you think was the missing to make that game? Let's not even just – won't jump ahead and just say, oh, yeah, we would have won just because we're not trying to have that kind of um, conversation here. Um, what do you think would have made the game more competitive?
1: Um, just team composure, uh, chemistry, and – you know just adjusting to what they were throwing at us. I don't, I don't think it was too much, you know, I think we could uh, You know went head to head with them at least for a while Um, so let but me, I think, just think team chemistry and composer.
0: Let me let me let me stir the pot a little bit more, right? So <laughs> we're gonna do here on the parlay today um, How do you feel or what do you think? The impact would have been i'ma keep it 100 you know me, Joseph. I'm gonna keep one hundred. The this game also being played on this kind of to go into what we're talking about. Again, this game, Sunday League. Um, we were told the games were played on Saturdays this year because to accommodate the Ohio teams when they were coming into town, which made sense. Fine, whatever, yada yada yada, right? This playoff game was between two Florida teams, and it was still played on. Mm-hmm. Sa- and it was still played on a Saturday. Now, again. With this game being played on a Saturday, it affected at least four to f- Like, we're going to be real. At least four. At the very least, four players, four to five, because I'll include myself, were mm-hmm. directly inf- affected by the fact that this game was on a Saturday with either people having to work and come in to play a game right after working a shift or they weren't able to be there at all. And we're looking at at least three starters. Correct. Um, that obviously
1: think, affected us a lot. And do you think uh, that made
0: a fact? Do you think that played a huge factor in it?
1: And oh, do, absolutely, yeah. Um, some of our biggest key players were not there. And the fact that it was on a Saturday is just its really weird to me um, because I'm pretty sure the commissioner of the Florida League said it was supposed to be played on a Sunday.
0: Yes, but apparently what was stated, and this is where we're going to get messy here on the parlay, it was stated that it was because the uh, Lake Brantley High School um field was going to be booked for the next two weeks. Now, mm-hmm. the interesting thing about that is I happened to have a conversation with the guys that were, uh, you know, the, the, the keepers there uh, mm-hmm. on the field. And I, and I asked them, and this was pregame. So when I asked them, I said, yeah, so what do y'all got going on tomorrow at, um, since we couldn't get the field tomorrow? I said, we don't got nothing going on. This field's open tomorrow.
1: Oh, uh, you know what? I'm really glad that you brought that up, Woody, because I was actually thinking about it. And I heard from the, some of the other uh, Crawlers players is that, there, you know, there's still semi-pro going on on Sundays and Supreme and different flag football leagues going on. But there wasn't going on anything that Saturday. But, I mean, obviously, you know, the commissioner of the Florida League doesn't have anything invested into the Night crawls, right?
0: <laughs> I think that's where what, that's what we we'll leave that one right there. But I would... Will... <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Uh, that's why I wanted to, to to steer that right there, just because it was just very interesting. Um, we didn't have, I'm going to keep it. we didn't have Avery Harris. We did not have um, TJ Smith either. We did not have Gene Jenkins. So that's at least, like I said, that's three quality starters, big factors that we did not have in the game. And then I don't like to toot my own horn, but then I myself also had to work because I work, a crazy shift. I work at a very early morning shift. And I had to then turn around and come home, you know, try and rest for a little bit and then turn around and play a game. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if I was, you know, 25, 26, I could probably do that, you know, no problem. But at 32, it's a little bit harder, especially with the type of job that I have where it's not like I'm just sitting at a cubicle. Um, I have a bit more of a physically demanding job. So um, it was that factored in. But what also factored in is the fact that I did want to step back and and call the plays, but um, I think I was able to make one decent play at return um, to get us some good field position. But beyond that, I think I wasn't able, even after Ty got ejected and I was forced on the field, um, I wasn't able to really make the impact that I know I could have. So I know Saturday directly impacted our team. And, again, that's to not take away from the crawlers, right, Joey?
1: Oh, no, absolutely not. You know, they they went out and they balled out, and, you know, Saturday they deserved to win.
0: Yeah, so that's not to take away from that. That is just to also state two things could be true at the same time. They, you know, they went out and did what they needed to do and won, and they, you know, earned their victory. Um, we're also just saying that these were a, a huge factor to the score. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's so a little bit more messiness, man. What do you got to say to um, some of the chatter we're hearing um, after Oh.
1: I got you, I got you. Um, uh, what was that dude's name that you had on the podcast? Backo? <laughs> what was his name?
0: Uh, that's Flacco, man, Flacco.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've seen him, like, um, talking about how he's going to be, like, defensive player of the year. And honestly, I barely even saw him on the field. Um, if anything, he's going to be defending the uh, the bench most of the time. But, um, I mean, for the, for the guys that, you know, did the most shit talking – and the videos—they—they they barely even saw the field. So, with this new team that they brought in, of where they thought they were the stars, and obviously have been replaced to where they're not even getting playing time. I mean, it just kind of just goes to show. And they're—they're they're still talking.
0: I, I can't lie. I chuckled a bit um, at some of the guys. Like I said, it was funny. As those guys, I like them. That's the oh, kind dude,
1: of- dude, number eleven, uh, that little dude, uh, the one that made the page. I love. He's—he's funny.
0: Yeah, I there's a lot of these guys on that team. The original night crawls is like, I like to call them um, that I like number nine is hilarious. Yeah. The one that wears the green bandana with mm-hmm. the dreads. He is hilarious. Um, obviously um, Flacco makes me laugh as well. Who? <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. Joey. I'm not doing this with you. Um, he makes me laugh. There's a couple of guys. I remember after our, after each one of our games, I've always, even when we played them in the off season, always gone over and talked to those guys, and um, and there's a couple of those guys I like. But what I haven't liked is how they're handling this "quote unquote" success that they're having. I well, gotta feel like some of them gotta be a little like annoyed at the fact, like you said, they did they, they didn't play until it well, was he, he, until it yeah, was well, about forty-four-six. Oh 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 go no, no, you're fine. Until it was forty-four-six or whatever the score was um, right before they got to fifty. Um, those guys didn't see the field. Then I started to see them. Once the guys, you know, started leaving, then I'm like, oh, now I'm starting to see you guys. And then, you know, coincidentally, we start moving the ball. You know what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah, and, and the biggest thing is is um, obviously the guys that are talking that don't play, you know, they, they've honestly never been in a winning atmosphere because they obviously don't know how to handle it.
0: I agree with that 100%. Um, I, that's the one thing I, I have not liked. Is that they have not handled um, winning graciously um, But, you know, there, there, there comes a time And then even from, I can't lie, I'm, I'm going to be messy a little bit Some of the guys that are on that team That are feeling away about, you know, basically being replaced um, I mean, I, I can't blame them They've kind of been, you know, thrown to the side for these uh, Who knows, let's see if they stick around next year Let's see what they do in the playoffs But uh, if this was like a team of mercenaries How do how you think they're going to feel next year? You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's going to be interesting to watch you know i've I've spoken to some um to some guys and it's it, you know not everyone's happy over there some people are happy with the transition um you know maybe less responsibility and more glory i guess um so let's wait and see let's wait and see i will say that they're at least a little bit more liked than eighteen months last year <laughs> oh absolutely but um do you feel pressure now um to now bring a championship to orlando seeing as though now both tampa teams have won
1: no oh, absolutely you know it's i feel like it's obviously been ours to to win the past two years and the the part that really sucks man you know if they didn't bring in that team we would have walked away with it N- nobody nobody was gonna stand it took a full new team to come in and beat us i mean I think that speaks volumes for the uh, the program that we're building right now. But uh, obviously, you know, if there's one coming up in the future.
0: For sure, um, I think these trials and tribulations might make it a little bit more sweeter for the ghosts. Um, is there any anything you're really looking forward to this off season?
1: Just um, honestly, staying a family, um, bringing in new key pieces, and I really think the biggest thing. That the ghosts have the advantage of is ret- retention i really think that we're going to retain the most um because who knows you know uh the nightcrawlers can go play dc get blown out or whatever it may be and the team just falls apart all, all the new players don't want to play again um you know the a team they said that they were the team to beat in the south and that they run the south that was one of the quotes from the beginning of the season and then they go one and four probably could have went oh and four. Um, considering that they played a thirty-minute game against a heist and won six to seven,
0: yeah, correct. So it's it's really really interesting. Um, hopefully next year. What I'm looking forward to this off season, obviously. I always tell you around. I think a little bit after this, once we see the dust settle with what happens with the the crawlers and the rest of their um, playoff aspirations, we're going to see the nastiest time of the off season. I, I warned you about it last season, and, and you saw a bit of it. Um, interesting to see the movement that's going to happen in this in this division. Um, hopefully, the resurrection of the o Town Orange um, will get some more talent into the league as well, um, and a little bit more compet you know competition. Hopefully, this Ohio experiment is proven to be um, stupid, and they um, get away from it. Um, and who knows if we get another team somewhere here in Florida? I think that would be interesting as well. Um, so maybe a five-team division. Maybe if we get two and get six-team to division, um, who knows? Sky's the limit, um, for sure. But again, it has. To, it comes down to how the league is run, right? The yeah, division. Correct. The division. Yeah. Not the league. The division. Yeah. So I mean, the pressure is going to be on Nick for sure to try and get this to run a little bit smoother. I'm um, better to, you know, cuz now the skeptic skepticism is there, you know. I stuck my neck out, I'll say me personally I stuck my neck out and said, "No, we need to trust them. This is what's going to happen. They they're going to fall through on their promises X Y and Z and, you know, the eggs on my face on those at least for my guys. Eggs on my face for saying, "Yo, let's just, you know, lock in and trust them and proving that we shouldn't have probably, you know."
1: So, mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I'm excited. I know we have um some really good things on the Ghosts um, coming up. We were able to get um, my guy from Bearded Films out there. He was out there with his drone, um, getting some really good uh, content. And, um, again, this off season, hopefully get a couple of exhibition games going and hopefully get that flag tournament up and going again.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely think that will be big for us, um, especially with the, uh, the new pieces that we'll be adding in and then um, just getting the chemistry in the uh, the off season with the guys to really come in, um, you know, just just hit the ground running. Um, I'm yeah. excited for that. Yeah. And then the things that we can do with the uh, the flag tournament as far as raising money, um, and just do the things that you know we've talked about that we want to do for the team. That's yeah. going to bring more excitement and going to want to make people want to come play for
0: the ghost and it's going to make people want to come out and watch the ghost too i think that's going to be another big thing is trying to get people out there get more people Mm -hmm. out there because again i feel like we we've always had the biggest crowds and we we continue that this season with our unfortunately our only two home games um but well no three it was three home games um but i think that what the 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 flag tournament can do can open eyes to the flag community to what a7 is you know and then not even, it doesn't always have to be all players. We can get some fans. We get some people out there that want to see it and um, build an atmosphere. Some more that will definitely be really, really, uh, really, really dope for the league. Because, I mean, it's it's a very unique brand of football that's, like, unlike any other. Like, you see it and your eyes gravitate to it. And that's literally been the, the comment from everybody that I've spoken to that's not a player in this league. It's like, yo, like, I saw this and I was just like, yo, what is this? And I wanted to know. So, we'll see. Um, I'm interested to see your growth um, this off season for sure um, at quarterback. Um, I'm letting everyone know <laughs> I'm not retiring. Uh, I'm going to play again. I have a lot. I feel like this, this year was a, a waste. <laughs> I have a lot of yeah. tread left on my tires, seeing as though I only played, like, one and a half games this season. So, um I'll definitely be back out there, uh, getting on your nerves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I got a I got a question for you, buddy.
0: Yeah, go ahead, man.
1: What uh, what do you want to see from yourself, and what are you expecting out of yourself, uh, next season?
0: Uh, I'm still in proving mode. Um, I still want to prove to everybody that I'm still who I say I am. That I'm still that number one receiver. Still that uh, person that's able to make big plays. Um, able to impact the game. Um, I'm just interested to see, I'm looking forward to seeing my hard work get put out there. Like I've been, you've seen me, I've been out in the gym, I've been working hard to try and like be at that position. Like, I think I, I I think I sent you, I don't know if I sent you a side-by-side picture of me from last season and the beginning of this season, and it doesn't look like the same guy.
1: And, mm-hmm, um, correct.
0: I did not get an opportunity to like put that guy out on the field too much it was only really that one game where you were able to see the plays I could make. So, long story short, that's what I'm really, like, expecting to see my for myself, just, you know, going out there and being able to make plays, you know, for my team and for my quarterback. For my quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and honestly, for myself. And I really want my kids to be able to see me on TV playing. Um, okay. My girls, they're dying to see me on TV playing. And they went crazy on my little kick return. My, my wife sent showed me the video. Um of them watching me on YouTube Live, so, um, and it, she had it cooked up to the TV, so it was really, really cool. Um, and that's mm-hmm. something I definitely want to want to be able to see. My son will be three, so I think he'll be a little bit more cognitive, and you know, so. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know if "cognitive" was the right word, but like he'll he'll be able to pay attention. Actually, identify yeah. me mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, that's Daddy," kind of thing. So, that's what I'm really, right. really looking forward to. I got another one.
1: All right, real quick, um, who's your MVP for the season, Um, defensive player of the season, Uh, offensive player of the season, most improved, and offensive rookie of the year?
0: That's tough. That's tough. With this season, it's really, really tough. Um, It's hard to pick an MVP. Um, Obviously, I think everyone's going to say the quarterback for um, the Nightcrawlers. They're going to say him. Um, I don't know if he has the amount of games to really say that. Um, That's why it's tough. Um, I'm not giving a cop-out. I really have to think about this because I, I feel like I'm starting to think about it. But um, it's hard to say. Um, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, yeah, all the awards, man. It's really hard, especially with lack of film. You know, with so many games we don't have film on. Uh, I was really, I, I can't even really tell you what A-team did, what their players did. Um, same thing with the Crawlers. It's like we obviously had to study those guys. Um, but they didn't play that many games. They played maybe, what, three games? Two games? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. In the regular season anyway. We're not talking about playoffs because that's not – I don't know. I don't count MVP in the playoffs. It's just from the regular season. And they may have played, you know, the A-team and the heist maybe – not the heist, the crush. I know. The crush was a playoff game. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I don't know. They might have only played the A-team that one time uh, for Easter. And then after that, they when we played them again – that whole team wasn't there again, so I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, I'll, I'm sorry for the cop out, but and I know you said real quick, but <laughs> that's, that's what I got. I should have known better. You should have known better. Um, but I will. I will want to end it on this for sure. Um, again, I'm really really excited to see what you do um, with a full off season, not coming off of surgery, and um, another year comfortable, more comfortable in the position. Um, I'm really, really excited for that. Um, really, really proud of you for that playoff win. Um, the composure you showed for sure. Um, and honestly, sky's the limit for you, Joey. I just want to say that here so everybody can hear it. Um, appreciate you, man. I
1: appreciate it, man. I really re- appreciate that confidence you have in me, mean, Woody. And, uh, hopefully I can make you proud next season. Oh, man, come
0: on. No matter what you do, you make me proud. You be the water boy. So look at look at how Joey's holding that water, man. Good job. <laughs> Ooh, that, that
1: might be an option for me next year with the uh, the quarterback room that we're going to be having.
0: See, now you're giving away secrets, man. All right, Joey. Uh, we're going to go ahead and end it there. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Parlay. Uh, we will be back after, um, possibly before, but definitely after um, this playoff game, Nightcrawlers versus DC Buzz. Um, Appreciate y'all for listening This is the Parlay And we out Peace